Hey, uh, if you're familiar with Conspiracy Beer, you know that we are on a quest to make conspiracies fun again. Absolutely. That's our mission. Mm-hmm. It's a worldwide mission. Yeah. And I think the way to further that mission is to have a live stream show so we can bring our message to the world. Oh, I think that's great. And so yeah. people can see that it's, it's okay to believe in conspiracies. Yeah. Especially when they're fun. Do you remember yeah. when you were a kid and you just used to love hearing about them? That's Thursday, March 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to talk about how the government has been trying for 60-plus years to create real-life super soldiers like you see in the movie. Captain America. That's a real story, and right. we're going to talk about it. And uh, if that's not fun... <laughs> yeah, what do you consider fun? And you get to watch it live. Go to moment.co slash CBM. You can get tickets. Get on there. We'll be having fun. we got our mm-hmm. buddy Mark Brady from Hummies VR Comedy coming by. And we're going to laugh a lot, mm-hmm. and we're also going to talk about something that's really fun and interesting. Sounds right? like a great way to spend a Thursday. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Again, that's uh, moment.co slash CBM, and uh, we can't wait to see you there. Yeah, join us. Make conspiracies fun again. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Well, then let's do it in five, four. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin. And I'm Shane. You are listening to the podcast that is making conspiracies fun again. Uh, today's episode, the aliens are here. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, you're uh, listening to them right now. Right. The discussion of uh, all things uh, alien-related, uh, UAPs, uh, recent updates, and uh, perhaps a, a smear campaign by the U.S. government. Oh, I love a good smear. Yeah, it's good. I mean, okay. they're good at it. Uh, we are drinking, uh, I'm, I'm still drinking Crunch Time Lager. Hot Fly Signature Beer. They are our beer sponsor. Yeah, I'm beer. drinking Go Time. This is yeah, the smoke, smoke pills. Yeah. I like this. I like that Go Time. Yeah, it's good. I'm normally not a smoky guy, but this is a good smoked. I also drink a, a quality West Coast style IPA. So we're loose, loose, loose and goose and, and yeah. uh, excited because coming up very soon, uh, March second is our our live show with Moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can uh, you can buy tickets at moment.co/cbm. It's good for seven days after it airs, but you probably want to watch it live. Yeah, watch it live. We're going to have Mark Brady of Homies VR Comedy. It's going to be a good time. Really good time. Hilarious dude. And we're going to be talking about the America's campaign of uh, building super soldiers. Yeah, 60 60 years we've been trying to basically create a real live. And we're very close. Sure. Mark Brady may be it. (laughs) Dude's jacked. Uh, Someone was, uh, was it your wife or was it someone else was like, oh, no, no. Uh, the guy that filmed our uh, trailer was like. So you confused my wife <laughs> no, with another man. No, really that's, sorry, that's not what I mean. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, the guy that filmed our trailer was like, I've never been around someone that jacked. I'm, that's just crazy. I was like, Oh yeah, he's he's ripped. He's ripped. Yeah. Yeah. My wife would would <laughs> not say that to me. No, I knew she was thinking it. That's why I confused it. Yeah. Um, no. She, no. Well, we're, we're yeah, we're excited about the moment. Uh, join the patron if you're not, and. Uh, that's all I have to tell. That's you. all I have. Yeah, yeah. More stuff in uh, store for all of you, and we're excited for our guests. There's no one else that we've ever had on this show that I enjoy talking about this topic more than our guest. He is a comic out of New York City, so he's joining us remotely. Please give it up for the funny, hilarious, and uh, very knowledgeable Sean Donnelly. <laughs> hey guys, how are you? What Thank up? you for having me. Yeah, good to have you. Very, that was such a great intro. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So, how are things, man? How's how's life and comedy and all and and everything in New York? Things are good, man. I I um I've been doing road stuff. I was in 
Pennsylvania. That was in Phoenix, Arizona for like five days. And then I, uh, I just been doing whatever road, road stuff I pick up and then auditions here in the city. And then I started, just like everybody else, I'm trying to, uh, make videos go viral. So I actually, this pertains to what we're talking about. I started doing a, uh, UFO TikTok where I, Hell I just yeah. call it UFO street. You, you interview people, people on the basic, street. What is it? Yeah. I guess I approach people on the street and go, uh, I, I asked them, we, I said, we know UFOs are real. What do you think they are? Uh, have you ever seen one? And would you want to be abducted? If, uh, if, if, if <laughs> yeah. abducted? what are they doing with this when they abduct us? And a couple of them came out pretty good. I got to tape some more, but I'm like, oh, at least even though nothing happens, I'm like, you know me, I, I, I'm having a blast doing it. Yeah. You know? That woman that you interviewed rolling the joint, she was my favorite. <laughs> She uh, was cool, man. Yeah. She was a character. Yeah. And she, she like ooh. either she worked for like a music thing. Like she told me her Instagram, I tagged it, and it was like some kind of music site. I don't know if she's a singer or she just like like produces or what, but she was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Because she she got into it. She went heavy. Like she did. She would yeah. be good on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, she knew some <laughs> shit. I was like, oh my God. She is going deep. Absolutely. So do you think but on the, those Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. I always have such a blast talking with you guys. It, and knowledgeable is the key. It's like I love talking with like-minded people about this thing. My interest has not waned. I think I first <laughs> yeah. was on your podcast like a year ago. I, this is like 2017 when all this stuff started, and and I have not stopped reading as much as I can about it. And I and I and I love. I still love it. Yeah. Well, that's a good that's a good jumping off point because we were we were talking before the uh, the episode. You know what what is the reason we're having you on? Obviously, is because in early February the U.S. government uh, shot down a Chinese weather balloon over off the coast of South Carolina. And then in the aftermath of that, there were, depending on how you count it, four to five uh, d- objects that were shot down, four right. of them over U.S. airspace. Right. And one was like the Yukon, like joint Canadian. Right. Uh, whatever yeah. It was. Yeah. And, and we, to this day, we still don't, we've never heard back from the U.S. government what those objects shot down were. They They could have been, a flock of birds that they just sure. d- just you know yeah, I mean, cluster. There was, there was one uh, scientific two dudes that were like, "We lost our balloon. It was probably that." And I was like, "Okay, well, yeah." That was, okay. Which is always like so. It's so funny to me that like so. Then why wouldn't that have been? Why because they yeah because I don't know if you watch the Biden. So basically, let me tell you because here's the thing. I listened to that Jeremy Corbell and that and that George Knapp podcast mm-hmm. today about this, and I think they might have changed my perspective on it because my original take on the whole thing was not that I'm saying. It was definitely UFOs, but man, oh man, if th- it's so complicated, if they don't want to make it seem like that, they're doing an awful job. Like yes. they're doing a really, really awful job to me. And the way it seems to me because of how bureaucratic the military is, is that what happened was the Chinese balloon thing happened mm-hmm. and it got a little bit too low and there was video of it and all that. And then there was this like protocol immediately where they're like, okay, whatever you see, uh, you're going to ha- you engage with it. And then. Yeah either attempt to shoot it down or shoot it down. That's my original thought. I was thinking that everybody, not everybody believes in this, what we believe in about UAPs. So I'm thinking if you have, I don't think it's where there's a grand conspiracy. I really do think it's compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. So if you have some, some general that's just like, you saw something else, it's China again, do it. Right. And and they Mm -hmm. they even like, I didn't even like sense uh, uh, up the sensitivity of the radar. From what you hear. That's right. right, they, right? Yeah. That's so, right. NORAD NORAD admitted they had missed a number of these balloons. And then the answer was like, well, why'd you miss them? And it's like, well, because we don't want to chase after the wind because there's a lot of small objects. So we'll up our sensitivity. We saw all these things. And then now we're shooting them down. 
But they're shooting right. them down with like million dollar missiles. Yeah. So people yeah. are also like, well, right. would you really waste a million dollar missile unless it had some threatening? Uh, you know? Exactly. Well, that's the other point where it's like the, on the, the same things you've been seeing for 60 years, 70, whatever it right. is, like yeah. the same things you've been reported. And it's just, you know, just like all the stuff that's reported about these things. And some, sometimes they'll just sit in the atmosphere, in the air still for days. Yeah. Like they'll come back. They'll be there. Like they just right. don't move. Not all of them. Some of them take off it. Whatever it was, 20, yeah, 15, just lazy. It was. but like, so some of them are just, just chilling out, <laughs> yeah. right? exactly. But the, so originally, what I was thinking is like the sensitivity to the topic is what led these things to get shot down. And I figured the technology on these F 22s, because all the stories you hear from back in the day of them getting lapped and all this mm-hmm. were from F 18s, F was it, F A 18s, right. whatever. Yeah. So may, I'm like, oh, maybe the, obviously the technology in 20 years, 15 years is going to get that more advanced. So, of course, now maybe they're able to get a piece of these things because then you also, like you said, you hear <laughs> the first missile missed on one of them, or right, two yeah. of them mm-hmm. and then right. the other one hit. Yeah. So that does make it, to me, I was like, stuff like that made me think these, that's, it's these objects they've been seeing, aliens or not, and then they're finally are, they're in, interacting and shooting because of political reasons and sure. because they're like, well, just in case it isn't this, right, and we're, you know, whatever it is. So... And then when I listened to uh, that that podcast with Jeremy and, and George Knapp, I, I kind of – they were basically saying their reasoning is this. They go, once these things got shot down, they had – all these, these random so-called articles had quotes from pilots of the guys right. that, that shot these things down. And George Knapp brought up a good point. He's like, you're not getting interviews with these guys yeah. hours after they <laughs> yeah. engage with these objects. It's just not happening. Yeah. It's like police so, scanner where you just happen to hear it. It's like pilot scanner. Right. So, he, so, so he thinks – I think what they think – and it, it kind of makes a little bit more sense is these things maybe just were research things, whatever they were, and they're using whatever contingent of the the, the Department of Defense and the Pentagon are using it as like a, a, a UAP shell game to go like, mm-hmm. no, 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 it's hey, they're all part of the same little uh, yep. uh, gumbo stew. And I see these are just all China. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, I'm like, that actually kind of makes sense to me. And then they had another great point was brought up by, uh, Dave Foley of all people. Oh yeah, he's home. a UFO guy. He was he was on the episode and he said he brought up a great point. He goes, okay, so you see a a, a, a slow moving balloon with like a, a a camcorder from '86 on it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and immediately you're like it's China and you ring the alarm bells and Canada's involved and Trudeau's involved, but you have legitimate sightings of things off the Omaha or or you have these things and why aren't you calling out China? Exactly. Then? Like why aren't you saying it's China? Then why is that said? Oh, it's nothing. We interact with these all the time. It's nothing. Yeah. It's just it's China. It's just it's other countries' technology. And they, it brings up a good point. The coverage kind of can tell you a lot, and what what isn't or what is being covered. Yeah. So that really really resonated with me. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. It does because 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 that Omaha thing they talked about, where they just came from the middle of the ocean, and nobody knows where these things took off from, and like ah, I came from a shipping boat in the middle of the Pacific. Whatever it is, a shipping, uh, you know, a giant uh, commercial shipping vessel. If that was the case, 
Shouldn't that be ten times worse than a fucking right. balloon? Yeah. yeah. The only right, thing I right, can think exactly. of is that, like, maybe they know that it's not China, but maybe the aliens just really hate being called Chinese. They're like, just don't, <laughs> just don't call us Chinese. We don't care what you do. Just, uh, <laughs> they're, just, they're anti-communist. Yeah, exactly. They're like, just yeah. don't, just don't call us that. We won't shoot you. Well, I think yeah. I think your 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 point brings up two really important uh, subjects. One is that you know you know the the fact of how we've handled this versus the 50, 60 years of reported stuff, which was at least a few years ago acknowledged by the U.S. government mm-hmm. and declassified documents right. and all this new shift in policy makes all of this seem like it's a distraction. And that's where a lot of people who are more versed in the general public are like, it seems a lot like they're distracting something. Mm-hmm. And so that's why people have pointed to the Ohio environmental. Yes. The, yeah. I heard uh, that. Yeah. The, the, I think Epstein was Island was supposed to release their list of guests or something. And conspiracy theorists are saying like, yeah, this is just distraction. And then the other part, the other topic that is brought up is like, if these are alien extraterrestrial beings, like why, why, is the the narrative changing where this is now a threat? Right. Like if it's Chinese balloons, I'll I'll buy for the sake of the argument that it's a threat if China is flying objects over our airspace without sure. permission. Even if it's an intellectual technology threat. Even right. if it is, yeah. if it if it's intellectual technology, you ask for permission. Like it's a pretty clear thing. But it but if it's if it's extraterrestrial, why suddenly? Are we assuming that it's a threatening thing for extraterrestrials to come into our airspace? Because I guarantee you they have no clue about what our airspace is, right? Like, like, like in their minds, I mean, if, if it's alien technology, they I'm sure they don't understand our geographical and political divisions. If they're that no, smart, you don't think they got? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't. Google I, don't maps? I don't think that. I don't think that I think about like the the political territory of an anthill when i walk through my yard i'm just like right i'm just walking through my yard and i'm sorry that i've stumbled into your air air, you know airspace with my drones yeah but if you i think what shane said is like it's so it's like um what you're thinking is well if they're taking the time to observe you don't think they're bright enough to learn the 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 minutia of our our whatever made up made up boundaries and made up you know, yeah. So I, I get that in a way, but I also think that who even knows? Because here's the thing. I guess I think it's the the the, the idea was what there was the size of a car, and they and the, the theory was that they weren't manned. So it's like, so these are things that are uh, same same way that balloon is. These are information getters for mm-hmm. somebody sure. far far away. If that's what if that's what you're going down that road, and I think the reason why now now why the narrative is the threat is because it was coupled in the same news cycle as the Chinese balloon. So yeah. mm-hmm. these weren't – at first you're hearing what? Oh, it's another balloon. And you, you hear every different uh, angle and every different version of – oh, it wasn't the balloon. One of them was a, a, an octagon that had uh, strings coming off. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that sounds like a kite. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so, so, <laughs> yeah. so – but, but, you know, the, 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 the – I think what ends up happening is the minute China gets brought into the conversation and the minute it's – the minute you had NORAD involved – then we, as Americans, we puff up, and then we go. Now it's a th- now it's a stronger right. threat because it's getting coupled into this. Well, now we'll now we'll double down that this is China, right? Even though they have 
how many other examples where they could have been like, it's China. If we want to, if you want to act like a rooster, that, that's, that's, that you could have done it for the past 20 years. <laughs> right. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. 17 years. Well, yeah. maybe it's because they can explain so, these away as balloons that they're like, we're not going to make it seem like it's scary and technology that a different country has. We'll just be like, uh, China just says dumb balloons. That's the height of their intelligence over there. They just send balloons. So let's just focus on that. Right. The real stuff. Let's not which, which let anybody knows know. Is yeah. A joke. It, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They have. They made Samsung phones. Which right? is. Or is which that is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got pretty good cameras. You know one one. But that's. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that if we don't know what these things are, then there's this weird thing where if they're Chinese. Well, then China's the threat. But if they're not Chinese, then it could be something where we need China as an ally. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me of like that great Ronald Reagan moment in front of the United Nations where he like clearly seems off script where he's like, I just wonder if a extraterrestrial <laughs> yeah, threat, yeah. Came, how we would come together as a world to work. And you're like, I think Reagan was literally like, they were like, you weren't supposed to say that to the <laughs> yeah. UN. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, they like, just like, briefed him on something. So it's like, yeah, we we think some of these are Chinese, but we think some are not, and we don't want to lose China as an ally if we have to like come together right. and fight the aliens as a, as a as a world. Um, right, as like a more like as a like Independence Day type of deal. Yeah, but here's right. the thing: it's like uh, I think that it, the the the, the buckets of evidence that we have that, that the people run into these things even though even the close skims and the, and the hits are the, there's no collisions there's no weapons involved it's messing with sensors so they don't get shot at like right. the, like the iran the iranian one back in the day and yeah. the 90s uh, like stuff like that where it's like obviously there's they're, they're not it's not obviously these things could be overt if they wanted to they could be aggressive if they wanted to and they're not um our our whole line of thinking is we we make them uh, we make them like this now because we're like we we have no idea what this is right um, so like well, like even if even if even if you, and I also think that it's it's I think I, like you said before about like hey they just have dumb balloons it might just be a messaging thing to be like like almost like like busting balls like we're busting China's balls yeah, yeah. everything's obvious <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway yeah. <laughs> so we're we're gonna say. Uh, it's gonna, it's, it's their, their goofy balloon. Look, look at these. Yeah, yeah. It's, almost, it's, it's like it's propaganda ish. But I will say this: if you want, dude, Biden, you guys watched that? Oh Did yeah, you yeah. watch that press conference? Yeah, yes. It was four minutes long, maybe. And he mentions, doesn't mention UAPs at all, even though, even though his press secretary, what's her name? The, uh, I forget her name. Yeah, Pierre, yeah. Uh, she went. And said, guys, come on, it's not this. Or a couple, or Schumer, when it's it's China, immediately said it, it's China. He comes out, doesn't mention aliens. I, I get that and to be a serious person. You don't want to do that right away. Or, sure. But doesn't mention it being like, we don't know. He's saying we don't know what it is. We think it's a private company. It's done with that fairly soon yeah, into yeah. the press conference. And then just goes into, uh, we don't want conflict with China. We want competition, but with no apologies for shooting down your balloon. Right. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you're just going right into that that American playbook immediately. Yeah. Going, well, yeah, well, hey, Amer- USA, USA. Hey, don't worry about this other stuff. USA, yeah. USA, yeah. USA. Yeah. And it's like it's so it's such a joke to me. It's like you know everybody thinks it's the other thing, and nobody's saying aliens. They're just saying like, well, it's not China. And he says the words, it's not China. Yeah. He says it's not China. Now, if you take him at his word at that, then and then people are going, okay, then what was it? Because 
either one or two of them evaded a missile yeah. from an F-22. Wouldn't that seem pretty elementary for them to just, I don't know, you know, military stuff or weapons or anything, but I can't imagine you not you have a hundred percent success rate against a commercial balloon. Right. If you're a freaking F-22. So it's like, so there's a lot of disconnect there. And it's, that's why at first I was like, it was something, it was, it was UAPs like we've been seeing, and this is their way of, lumping it in and being like it's all one thing and then they had to say it's not china mm-hmm. because because chinese said they had their own stuff above their yeah their uh country which is like <laughs> that was you know, so that's what everybody says oh they we oh uh, yeah we do too yeah uh-huh. uh-huh yeah yeah we, have yeah, we do too yeah, yeah we saw one too we, yeah we see balloons all the time from you guys it's yeah just, yeah they got flags just, on them it became such a like a kangaroo court of a situation like a, such a such a like nobody all people don't know is what it is and then and then when calling off the searches like like i said again like if you want to rile up these conspiracy people, yes, yeah, good. Call off the search after a week about a thing nobody knows what it is, and people think it's an alien invasion, which which I which yeah, nobody right. really that knows really thinks that. But I mean, like that or that is dealt with this topic. But like, it's one of these things where it's like, okay, so if you want to rile people up that are going to go right to the the most fantastical situation, then. You call off both searches immediately, yeah. pretty just much. Stoking immediately. the fire, yeah, right? Just you don't call off a search for something that you don't know what it is that you shot down in the sky with a million that you think dollar might be a missile. threat to your national security, right? Yeah. Right. So, so th- th- all that stuff coupled together, it's like it, it's like it's, and then uh, based off what we, what all of us, all three of us, know about this topic, to me, I'm like. It's just endless amounts of credible sounding stuff in the past, let's say, 30 years that like even if you take even if you take the fr- just the first James Fox doc, that, 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 stuff like that, I bought like the, 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 the phenomenon to me changed my viewpoint so much because it's like, man, I don't know how the phenomenon is way more information, way more credible seeming than what Biden said. Yes. On yeah. TV. Like it, it, to me, I'm like, this guy seems like he did way more research and is giving way more info and really trying. And then you have yeah. Biden who's just like, I don't even mentioning the topic that, that you had that Congress had a special session of Congress to talk about. So why is it not even, why wouldn't it be in that press conference? Why would, if you had, if they're taking it more seriously mm-hmm. and you have, you have Congress being like, Hey, these guys are seeing something. We want to hear their stories. We didn't see anything alien about it or extraterrestrial, but we do. We still don't know what it is. Then why wouldn't that be a piece right. of Biden's four-minute press conference about this thing that people are freaking out about? Even if it is a cover for the Ohio right. thing, which, which let's be honest, like, it could be. Could it be. totally could be. Which would also it, it, it implicate a state-run news agencies because oh, right. obviously they're able to to Im, Im, implant these stories and just let them take off. By you know pushing a Google button or something, yeah. you know. So, to me, it's it's it it backtracks the whole the whole uh, topic. And when I was listening to that podcast, they were like, you know, they were even talking about how in one of the articles about it was one of the articles about this incident, and in the Times that there was unnamed sources that were able to be cited. Oh, and right. he and then George Knapp was saying how. When Leslie Keen and Ralph Blumenthal did that 2017 article that they said they got really edited the shit out of, apparently, but besides that, they their protocol was they couldn't use any unnamed sources. Oh, really? They weren't allowed to use it. Had, they had to attribute every quote to an actual organization wow, or a spokesperson or a human being. So it's like, so where's the where's the fairness in that? Like what? Because you have you 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 want to want to mess with this topic so much, you're allowing like possible misinformation to come through because you it kind of fits your narrative a little bit with it. Because I'm not saying it's 
like like I said, I've always said it's who knows who knows what the hell it is. Yeah. It's just a matter of being like you gotta be fair on both sides of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It 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 I think the problem with people that that have followed this is that what what the official narrative is does not make sense. And it, it it's almost it seems like if in an effort to discredit real Bigfoot uh campaigns to like actually find a, a a bipedal oh sure like primate that has been undiscovered if you just like have a bigfoot in a suit walk through like a downtown mall and then all of a sudden the government is like oh well, well now we have a bigfoot and you're like well that was clearly not a real bigfoot well that's what they did after the <laughs> phoenix the lights like, there was an italian yeah yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah this seems real like all of a sudden you're distracting and that's like you know back to this 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 idea that like what you're telling us doesn't make sense for what we know, which you've already yeah. told us. Does it make sense for the masses of people that just want to look at a New York Times article and think that aliens aren't attacking? Yeah, it, yeah. it, it satiates most of those people, but it leaves more questions, I think, yeah. for the for the people that want to dig a little deeper. Yeah, the Phoenix Lights, like I said, the governor came out and with, with uh, yeah. someone in an alien suit and was like, we caught him, guys. Yeah, blah, yeah blah. Right, but then, right, right. Then afterwards, he's like, yeah, I feel bad about that because I saw him there real. It's like, why the fuck would I, you do that? And he was a pilot. Yeah. yeah. Pilot. Like, what are you doing? And, and, so this is the thing. So it's like, so what are you going to do? You're going to like, because the, the way that's the way the topic is structured and we all know this. Is and even even on my end, even when I saw I when I heard about the air, and we I, we might have talked about this last time, and I won't get into the actual case. But when I when I first heard the Ariel school oh, incident yeah. story, my mind went, "Now, sorry, no, don't buy it." But the the, the fact that remains is that it, the, the this topic itself and any kind of support for this topic comes with a taint on it immediately. Yeah, yeah. It comes with a, it's almost like it comes with like a li- original sin. UFO stance yeah. comes with a, a bullshit stamp right on the forehead right. of, of the, of the piece. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, so how much actual factual, like actual information that is, is it, you, you have pieces that are anecdotal and you have documents, you have whatever else over the years you have, you have, credible people saying this and the minute they say this the credibility goes out the window yep. how much of that do you need that gets measured against a current day uh, uh, uh um, present day uh government that is, is has been called out for trying to put this through this under the rug for years and then every action still just tracks with that that yeah, line of sure uh, action do you know what i mean like yeah. every yeah it, it, everything they do tracks with what they're doing uh, right after roswell anyway so it's like if you want to, if you're trying to convince people you're not doing this, you're doing a really shitty job, right? Because like, because people are smarter, people have more information now at their phones than back then. There's also right. uh, eighty more. What is it? Jesus Christ! Almost eighty more years of of anecdotal and actual real evidence sure. over this time, and international based yeah. evidence over time that makes you go, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe this side that has about i don't know let's, you, let's be conservative 40 percent credible sounding stuff then you're just giving me a, a lot of double talk yeah. and like a lot of like the sound bites that sound the same right. from like 50 years ago so yeah. i don't know it just seems to me like it's a it seems like a no-brainer that it's something and if you, i think it's just playing games it's, it's bureaucratic and all that kind of sure stuff. that's yeah. a you know that's a really interesting point because in 2020 or so, when the government really kind of admitted that there were UAPs, they started this database to catalog all the sightings. And 
candidly, like most of them can be explained relatively quickly because just because something is unidentified, you know, then then the government can come in later after investigation and say, well, we know that there were, you know, drone activity in that in that area during that time. It was probably that. Now, they've they've gone through all of the reports. And by the way, the reports are skyrocketing as soon as they release as soon as they remove the stigma. Mm-hmm. more and more pilots from commercial pilots to military pilots are like, we were flying and we saw this. And and so the, the last two, three years have been just a, like a, an unbelievable amount of reportings. And again, most of them are, are explainable, but we're not talking about millions of sightings. We're talking about like 500 a year. And if you think about it, you're like, how hard is it for the government to create a website <laughs> Where every time something is reported, it's given a case number, and the public can be mm. able to go in and say what was the resolution. Now, I understand that some of them may involve national security, military crash, sure. yeah. where it's just like, yeah, this is this is, and, and maybe they don't even want to say that because of our enemies or whatever. But it seems to me not a hard thing to to explain away, or at least have an official statement from the government. On certain incidents, like the 2009 UFO over Mexico, that's the one that like they have from two different camera angles. Where yeah, it's the gigantic one over the apartment building. Uh I don't know. This is maybe it's the one that like it spits out like oh orbs oh, on yeah, all, yeah, the, yeah, and then they have yeah, it from yeah, like yeah. the ground, and then they yeah. have it from above, and you're like, at first it kind of looks like birds, yeah, and then you're like, no, that's definitely not birds. That's definitely something spitting out orbs and like i don't see how it's so hard to just have a a government run site that says this is what our this is what we think that is like whether it's unexplainable we don't know it's secret it's classified but then you start getting a database of things that aren't explained and people like why aren't you looking into this you got to explain this and then you have even more questions from people like us i don't understand what the fear of something being unexplainable is if the government is uh, well, able to say we don't know what it is, but they know what it is. Well, you know what you hear. You, you know, for how many years you've been hearing about how there's a contingent within, mm-hmm. you know, the the Department of Defense that has this old school um, keep your mouth shut about this topic thing from back in the day, supposedly. Yeah. And I think it's changing. From what you hear, it's it's changing. Or there's there's another section within that that within the defense that wants. To just let people know what it is. They're like, they think they can handle it. Did you see that Blumenthal uh, clip of him oh, being yeah. like, he was on that UFO task force thing, whatever it was, the the committee. And he goes, we think they, we should just tell people what more information. <laughs> yeah. We know they can handle it. It's like, how much do you need? Like, what, what's, you, these aren't, this, that's the thing about it, dude. These aren't like, this isn't like, a, like, I, like I always say, it's not to do with the wacky hair from ancient aliens trying to get a new TV show on A&E. It's a guy who like, it's a rich guy who has to like go to his country club next weekend and shit. Like, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's like I think it's just an un. It's almost like like um, it's just an understood thing that that uh, I think that the same way you hear so many different circles. They're like, oh yeah, like like we hear about like within Native American culture, it's just been a thing where it's like, yeah, these things just exist. Yeah. Like yeah. we just know they exist from back in the day, even till now. They have you know elders that are like it, it exists. Or I'm sure if you're in the Navy. I'm sure if any of us were in the Navy, like you would just know, you would. Everybody probably knows one dude who saw this one thing, yeah. like that anecdote I told you a while ago, where they were like, 
I asked the guy, and he's like, I worked on the Nimitz. Not at the time of that incident, but I worked on it. And I said, it is true that you would get sent to a doctor or or let go from the Navy. Yeah. If you said you saw something, he's like, yes, it happened to my my one of my best friends on the ship. Dang. So it's like that guy is this motive is to me seems to be the the grand the, the big big question to me where it's like are you making a bunch of money off this stuff? I'm gonna question what you're saying. You you tight lip because you're afraid of like being the laughing stock of your small community in the middle of Maryland or whatever or, or DC yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But when you're like a guy like Fravor, you're like the, the Lou Elizondo, like like people try to poke poke holes in his whole story. It's like I just don't see. I don't. Maybe it's the getting money from the to the store. I, I just don't see the the point in doing it. Right. Besides, yeah, it could be like the FaceTime and the fame thing and the going viral thing. But a lot of these, you know, how many anecdotal things do you know where people have no interest in being in the public eye? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting too because if I think one of those things like there's a lot of pushback in the government, but it's the reason it's not fame, it's not things like that. But maybe it's because if we do find out what it is, maybe. The whole reason for a military is moot, and we've been paying the government to have a military to pr- protect us from China or whoever it is. But when really we're just on a planet that we have no control of what's happening anyway, because we have people that can annihilate us at any chance they want. So why would we need a military? How about we just all work together? But then that destroys the entire military-industrial industrial complex. I can't even say it. The military-industrial complex. That's a really really great point, and I, I think there's a lot of there's probably a bunch of loftier. Yeah. Dudes are get that big picture kind of thinking, and are like, "Oh, we'll be out of a, a industry if this would." You know, sure. you never would. They would still pump tons of money. Sure, yeah. That's the thing. It's it's a it's a false, it's an irrational fear. Yeah. Because yeah. tomorrow they could say these things exist. Because all all you'd have to do is this. We know from hearing these stories and seeing these things about them. I would. These aren't. These things aren't. Everybody's like, "Oh, you never know. One day they it could be Independence Day." It's like, well, it hasn't. They haven't done it. Right. And yeah. 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 So why wouldn't you be like, we, we, not that you would out this. I can't even imagine them turning around going, we're seeing these things. Here's four clear cut videos of them. They, they seem like they're observing. They're not aggressive. We don't have to worry about them, but where the military, if you're dumb and you're in this country, you get the military could tell you we're monitoring these things. We're watching them while we're watching us. Yeah. Don't worry. You guys are set. Well, we need, uh, also it actually could do the, the opposite effect and make a really good case for pumping another uh, $4 trillion sure. into the military. Yeah. Like, so, you know, that, that, I love that theory about Trump where they, they think they told him about aliens and that's why he started Space, Space Force. Force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a couple cool theories out there uh, that I love. Uh, one, and we've covered this on the pod recently, is that part of the, part of the reason why uh, scientists uh, who advise the government were dismissive of the claim of aliens is because the idea of space travel and hyperspace was so unthinkable from a from a scientific standpoint they were like it's not likely well now as we were on the precipice of being able to like basically travel in space at hyperspace speeds now the thing is like well if we figure if we figured it out yeah yeah we right. can't possibly be the only in- life in the in the in the universe that's figured it out so now it it seems like more of a reality that maybe space travel isn't as exotic as we impossible as we thought so maybe right, and then also the the okay so a couple of things i think also whenever we learned about exoplanets and that they yeah, weren't just right uh, and and the, the whole goldilocks zone theory and and then there was a whenever that when i think she's i don't know where she works now but when sarah sager that that 
she was the, she was part of steady i think for a while and then but she, when she came out and then I, I i always thought it was a cool logic when she said somebody asked her once like hey why are you trying to get to um these these outer reaches of the galaxy when you know we don't have the capabilities to do it right like right at yeah, least yeah. for another like thousand years and she's like just in trying to do that uh everything on our planet we we advance things on our planet so by sure. trying to invent a rock anti-gravity rocket that gets us to to mars or to saturn or whatever it is uh we uh you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get a chip that you can put in your phone that's gonna uh, run on the uh, uh, ten thousand times less battery power right, or something yeah. like that or some new a- ai thing that works in your house whatever it is it's going to advance commercial technology or even other types sure. of technology at the same time and yeah like, it just, it's pushing that that finish line even farther back so i think that yeah it's i think you're right i think our reality has changed so yeah. you think from the beginning of this phenomenon yeah, uh, which we could say it was what? What's his name? The guy from Washington. Um, the oh, guy Chuck Schumer. The, the guy who coined the term "flying saucer." Oh, oh, um, that guy. Uh, sorry. Yeah, what was his? I forget name? his name, but but anyway, from the first sighting to Roswell to whatever it is, you're right. It makes so much sense. That's, yeah. that's a great point because like, it's it's going. Oh well, to to a guy like that, even people during uh, the time of Roswell, like it was <laughs> the average person would never be like. Oh yeah, I could see that. It's definitely there. Yeah. And then, so, the, so even the people in the military were like, "Well, we we're not even that'll never happen in a million years. Right. For yeah, a yeah. Like never would ever 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 happen. Uh, especially if they weren't in whatever D Day type experiments that were going on. Mm. So I think you're right. You're like our reality has changed so much. People will be able to get on board. Sure. You know, I I, 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 and also you see from the Congress thing when they did admit it, nobody. Everybody makes jokes about it. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody yeah. cares. The yeah. entire press corps laughed when they said it's not UFOs. It's yeah. like, yeah. okay, well, not if you are doing any other research outside of this room. This right. is crazy. And, you know, and with the right. recent launch of the James Webb Telescope, like, it has so redefined how scientists think about space. And it's not like the James Webb Telescope. I mean, it's, it's like every TV that you ever bought. Like, everyone you buy, you're like, oh, my God, it's so much better. Yeah. Right. Like, not that James Webb is the final form of televisions. It's just yeah. the, the closest we've, and we realize, oh wow, it's way, way, way more planets and way, way more stars. Yeah, it's and like when celebrities could see their pores on TV and they're like, oh, I don't like this at all. I gotta start wearing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> this <is> yeah, horrible. <laughs> it's like when, like when talkies came into. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> oh, you know what my voice sounds like? They're like, oh, see, I gotta talk different. <laughs> and, and, I like title cards better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know, uh, we, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, and. Uh, uh, the yeah, it's just a matter. You're right. Like, and James Webb, that telescope. I don't know how many years it was. You might, you might, you guys might know better than me. Uh, I don't know how much it took to develop, but it was a very. It's a long, yeah, decades. But, but just based off that, I think it'll probably be even shorter length of time until the next one that goes right. out and says, "Now we have uh, the sensors on this thing." can immediately tell us where we see biosignatures and tech signatures and, yeah. and and everything involved in understanding about the universe. Yeah. So just a, a more knowledge leads to uh, changing people's reality of what the situation is. But if you have somebody actively, because the human mind immediately goes to like, I think, I think the human mind is survivalist and mm-hmm. generally selfish. So you're going to want to think we're the only ones because you're like, I, I can't widen that, uh, that playing field even more. I'm, I'm worried about my own survival. Exactly. I think that's yeah. part of it too. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's another uh, really cool theory uh, that 
there's a there's been a a conspiracy theory that there is a another planet in our solar system that is its orbital pattern is far outside of uh, you know Neptune Pluto. Uh, it's sometimes called Planet X. I think sometimes or it's Nibiru. called N- Nibir- Nibiru. Yeah, Nibiru. Nibiru. Um, Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's this idea that in that there's this other planet that comes around to the Earth roughly every 35,000 years. And people look back and think that, like, some of the ancient uh, cave drawings and things that we see in ancient civilizations are actually people from this planet who visited Earth 35,000 years ago and then, you know, sort of helped develop some of those ancient civilizations that had advanced technology now, the reason this theory has come back up is because just like in the last week or two, like astrologists have said, you know, we're starting to warm up to this idea. Like we we look at the universe in terms of mathematics and gravitational formulas, and a lot of these formulas balance if we hypothetically imagine a, a tenth planet in, the, in our solar system that is re- approaching Earth, you know, years years away – but maybe that years away, it must have a giant orbit, giant yeah. orbit. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's that giant orbit where it's like, well, now we're close enough to send drones out. Let's say 50, 60 years ago, they were like, well, we're getting close enough to come back. And now right. they're getting closer and now they're getting closer and closer and closer. So that within a few years, it's like, well, now we're in. Now we can revisit, you know, the blue planet where we were 35,000 years ago. And that's yeah. that's all of this is just this 10th planet coming back into the one time every 35,000 years where it can interact with us. And they have legitimate astrologists and, and, there and are, physicists saying that this is, it, it balances out the math of the it, universe? This or, is, of, of our, of our yes. galaxy. Of our, it's yeah. very, very recent that it's always been a theory and it's come in and out of fashion, but now it's back in fashion where... People are saying, you know, it wouldn't make sense for some of these formulas if we posited this idea of another planet out there. That wow, that, I gotta look this up. Yeah, it's yeah, really cool wild. stuff. Because that's cool, but yeah, I and and all that stuff from back in the day with the with the advanced ancient um, technology is is really interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem um, like we had a a burst of technology at one point in history. And, you know, then it kind of sagged and we had, you know, sort of what we think of as like, you know, the history of people, primates, homo sapiens. And now I remember watching a thing about how they're like the history of people was even a different farther back than they. Sure. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those numbers are even off or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you you hear the the, what's the Atlantis theory that Atlantis was the other. um, Oh, sure. Yeah. or, you know, or, or, or no, what's the idea that it's like we had, we've had multiple histories of yes. technology on this? Yeah, on yeah. This that's right. And yeah. that's really start over and you go. Yeah. yeah, it's not that hard to imagine because think about like some of the technology we used when we were kids isn't around anymore. Or even say we go through a period in our lifetime where the electrical grid is down, all our phones, all our electronics don't do shit. So why would it, you know, why would we know how to make those? Especially if like we have schools where we don't have to teach us anymore because there's no reason for it anymore. Right. And then we get to a point where like, Oh, I remember they had this technology where you would touch a screen and stuff would fly. And it's like, you're crazy. We only have sticks. Um, so right, it's really, right. it's really exactly. not that far to, or not that it's really close to go back to a point where you're like, I don't know what technology is. Cause none of us, none of us know how any of this shit works. Right. Exactly. And you also have the, you could, I, I don't know if, uh, you know, I know they have, 
I think they, they you probably have theories about the idea that, that you know, uh, something hit us and shook the yeah. etch a sketch and you sure. started by because I, you know, humans are pretty durable and pretty resilient. So it's like, it's not, you know, an Armageddon type scenario where it actually hits. It's not crazy to think like, Hey, you had to start over again and you didn't realize it. Yeah. And then it would, it would be such a, it wouldn't be a planet killer, but a planet, uh planet duo over type. Sure. Scenario, sure. Which, and, and probably which, to Shane's point and yours, the people that would survive that kind of Armageddon like event are, are, are not real technologically no, savvy no. people. Like he, the people that survive are not the people that live on the grid and have cell phones. So the yeah, they're the wolves of our yeah. society. Oh, they look like rats, real, right? I mean, so it's like yeah, they're they're scavengers. They're the, they're the Patton Oswalt Skycake people. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you stop having rape for breakfast, we'll give you this technology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Absolutely. I. I don't know. I always, I always get so interested. I'm the, I'm the, the moron who I should be picking up books about all this stuff. But I'm always like, yeah. But I, if I watch enough TikToks about sure. it, that, that adds up. That's to all you book, need, you man. Know? Yeah, yeah. Do you go but on Reddit? Do you, do you, do you delve into any of the subreddits? They get. I do the cra- UFO Reddit on Reddit. I just saw one today, uh, which you mentioned, James Webb. Yeah. About, you know, everybody's. You know, the, the amount of unnamed sources sure. in, the, in the history of the world is uh, out of control. Nobody can ever tell you who they are. I'd love for one person to come out and be like. Yeah, that's real, and here's the reason. There's the yeah. smoking gun guy, you know? Yeah. But um, apparently the, the whole – it was a, a Reddit thing that I, I glanced at today about how James – the James Webb, somebody in the know, one of these kind of things, which I, I shouldn't even be repeating, uh, that James Webb has picked up biosignatures and uh, text signatures off some uh, inhabitable – it's Aquarius, uh, the Aquarius area. within yeah. Trappist One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trappist One. Yeah, it's crazy too because I, I almost, uh, I almost sent that article to Justin. I was like, well, but it says unnamed source. So I don't know if I should or not, but it's like that's it gets us going. You know, we're excited about it. You know, it also makes you realize. And one thing I did think in the back of my brain about James Webb is that these, it, it's so if it's if it's showing us the beginning of our universe like sure. it's showing us the build remember they had that photo and it was the building blocks of our universe like mm-hmm. it, it yeah. took that picture yeah. i do think it would have something on there it's like it's got it has i don't know how many bells and whistles this thing has but yeah. having a sensor that picks up super sensitive radio signals that can be maybe managed better than we did 20 years ago doesn't seem that far fetched to me right. no, no, i don't even right. know i say biosignature like i know what it is I don't even know how you'd pick that up. I'm guessing it would be man-made, uh, um, maybe an uh, uh, idea of water, like um, uh, or something like that. Like, I, like almost how they do on Mars when they they figured out that with yeah. the rover and everything that that there was water at one point yeah. on there. Well, so also on Mars, the biosignature that they discovered on Mars years ago that they kind of just put under the rug was they found organisms that created. Um, a certain gas that is only created by organic life. organic life. Yeah, um, right. And they found that on so, Mars like yeah. thirty years ago, but they were like, "Oh, let's not. We don't want to tell people that." Think about Mars. My my in my head now with Mars, I'm like, are we just going to admit that it was a planet like this and yeah. it got knocked into, and that's why yeah. it's red. It got, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, up. right. Yeah, I think that you know, or, all of this is like the the idea of a blue planet, a Goldilocks planet is extremely rare. And we, we know this because now we can see into the, the seeable universe and really, really into our galaxy and say like, wow, there are, t- there are not a lot of these planets like earth. 
which means that anyone else in the universe is looking around saying, where could life be sustainable? Mm -hmm. And I think Mars was one of those places. And whether that has some shared history with Earth or not, I think that like somewhere out in the universe, someone has like a, you know, like you go to a map and like a, like a, like a truck stop and it's got like maps of other truck stops that you can mm -hmm. stop at. I think there's like a map of like blue planets for the universe where it's like, you can, you can hang out in these different solar systems in yeah, there's giant sheets. Yeah, that's yeah, a great the, the, point. The Buckies. It's like, it's Buckies, like a yeah. way more advanced exoplanet program where it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, and that also, that kind of would explain if these things are, say these are, these things we shot down are the, the their version of drones, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Couldn't that be, like, it's almost like, there's like about 15 movies with the same plot. It's like, yeah. hey, it's not a big, big stretch to think, like, if you get advanced enough, hey, we're looking for other places that that have, not just life, but are inhabitable, that are outside. Because right. we do have that reach, we can go however yeah. many light years away and do it. Yeah. Uh, because of our gravity or, or our gravity, our trucks or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it makes more sense. And there's a whole theory about this, but it's much cheaper to send out tons of drones to different planetary systems than manned. Why would you send a manned vehicle or an alien vehicle? Send something that's tiny, yeah. like the Bet Sphere they talk about, or the sphere they just spotted over. It was at Mosul, I think. Yes. Um, so there's things like that that they're like, well, what are these things? They're, they're just checking us yeah. out, man. Imperial probe drones. Yeah, like that, that, that's so true. Like, why? Why we, we you know, even SpaceX is man? Oh no, SpaceX he has unmanned, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. He might. But he, we always focus unmanned. on the. That's a really good point. We, why don't we always focus on the NASA, the or, or the SpaceX manned, or the the, the right. you know, We're so we're so selfish. We're thinking, well, we got to be there for it. But yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it. James Webb is out there pumping us back way more info than we could ever could exactly. ask for from way farther away that one of us could go. Yeah. So right. you strap an iPhone to something and a Cadillac and, us, uh... and shoot it into space. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the funny thing is like that fast and the furious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. We we're like some Navy pilots. Like I shot down an, an, a UFO and, and the UF, the aliens were like, yeah, that was like a, a, a Buick Regal, 1967, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> or, we just... That gremlin, they explode on their yeah. own. Like, that's a... Yeah. He sent it out a thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah, like that's not, that's not the pinnacle of our technology, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. strings like were just shooting. a thing we did in the... Uh, uh, <laughs> strings funny. hanging off octagons. Uh, yeah, that's an old time. space kite that we <laughs> yeah, yeah, sent yeah. into your atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 40 like, yeah. they're like it's a goof yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have their own punk show with <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i think i think probably this is a very hopeful final thought but I, it is it is a final thought to me like i i hope that if this is the beginning of an acknowledgement that there is extraterrestrial or terrestrial advanced technology interacting with our planet and our people that I hope that our first instinct is not to see it as a threat and to see it possibly as like, an, a, I don't want to say the word alliance, but to not, to not see it as a threat. And I understand why it's threatening because the United States of America, the, the government and power that exists here, the most powerful country in the world whether we want to admit it or not, is founded upon a Christian ideology which posits this idea that humans were, were, were made here by a god. The existence of extraterrestrials is so fundamentally erosive or corrosive of that idea that it inevitably, if we just embrace it, 
But the aliens show up and say, like, you guys didn't come from God. We came here 35,000 years ago, and we made you. We made you. We, made, yeah. Yeah, we You guys came from us. Like, that's such a seismic shift in ideology that I could see where it would it would cause collapse within our our, our political structures. Yeah. I just don't also, want that. I don't. I don't want. I just want it to be like, okay, let's just move on. Let's. Mm-hmm. We still can have comedy. We can still have burgers. We can still have American life. We yeah, just have I'll, to realize. I'll say this. I think. I think the one thing that sticks out is that what you're talking about is. I think that the if you look at the makeup of the military. I think that you would say that they're um, way more their I, their Christian ideals are way more important. Like that, the same way that you heard the Lou Elizondo thing, where they think it's demonic and yeah, this. yeah. I think what you're dealing with with them is like, oh, they they have a very outdated idea. Yes, yeah. I think the public eye and the and the and the, the whatever you want to call it, the um, just the the public outlook. Even though there's a Christian contingent, there's whatever it is. Is I think the the public is way more secular than the people making these these oh, decisions. Oh, that's probably them. right. That's probably right. Yeah. But, but also, but the, don't get me wrong. There's there's yeah. Christian nuts, but I don't think I think that in, think about it. Think in pop culture, like like most people now, even if they are Christian based or whatever you know whatever it is, they would be open to this idea because of pop culture. And you probably have a lot of old dinosaurs within the the government that have been or or or, even, or younger guys have been handed down this idea sure. of like it's against God. We're doing like. Like you said, in God we trust. Like the, com- the the country is so based off that it gets intertwined with your whatever your military uh, uh, so, outlook is as well. Well, yeah. let me ask the question to you this way: Then is is if there's a press conference tonight and the and the government just comes clean and says this alien race is approaching the Earth and they've been here before, that's how humanity started. They're going to come through. We've been interacting with them for some time. We've known they were coming. They're going to come. They're going to do some research. They're going to, you know, take a look around, and then they're going to leave. I mean, what percentage of your friends and family are going to go to work tomorrow if that press conference is held tonight? Zero percent? I mean, do you think the no, earth— No, I don't think it's zero. You think it's? You think some people are going to be like, all right, let's just, life goes on. I'll, I'll call it a 50-50 that you have a bunch of people who are like, I don't care enough about yeah. this. I honestly believe that. Yeah. I For us, it would be the greatest day of our <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, but for... for um, While my stocks just I crashed. Think I, <laughs> just based off this Congress thing and then and then it, talking to some people and like, even doing those man-on-the-street things, don't get me wrong, I'm not using that as a... Uh, across a, a it's a good barometer i'm gonna though. go viral I think it is though no i think it is a good barometer though but even even doing those most people i thought i would have weight I'm, I'm i follow up with questions because i'm like i want to get something entertaining out of this but also interesting because most people everybody says aliens immediately yep. they go aliens and the, and a, a couple of them said it like yeah it's, it's aliens i think people have just made up their minds and some of them are like i don't know and i'm like do you really care and a couple of women were like I don't care at all. I'm fine here. I only yeah. care about what's happening here. Yeah. The same way that, like you said, with the missiles, with these objects, they're like, whoa, 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 that's a million dollars. that could have gone to my, my people in my town or whatever, you know, which wouldn't happen. But, but you know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it would be lower than, I think it'd be lower than 50, but just for safe, I, I think you'd say like 40% of people might, as a, the whole country, they just base it off our country might be like, I'm going to go about my, I can't do anything about it because you do right. have that religion thing in yeah. their mind where they're like, it's almost like finding out Jesus is coming back. It's the same thing where you're like, uh, all right, it's the rapture. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'll go, I'll go to work yeah, or I'll yeah, go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Until he does and, trivia you know, at my I'm pub. Sorry, it's I'm different not, because it's not yeah. the end of the world. It's not. The not end of the world. No, it's yeah. not. It right. is there, there's going to be a period where the aliens are here 
and then they're going to leave and it's going to be like, all right, they do this every 35,000 years. You just happen to be alive when they came. Uh, well, they do talk about uh, flaps where it's like they, they can judge and know exactly when there's going to be sightings and when things are going to be happening because they've studied this for so long that they know this time of year or this time of planetary thing is happening. And I think uh, really, yeah, whether you believe in what Tom know. DeLong says or not, that was one of his original things. Like the reason why I started finding this stuff out was because I saw a noticeable pattern in what I was reading. And I was like, this is when things are going to happen. And it was true. Really? Yeah. If you go back and yeah. listen to some of his earlier stuff before it went off. The I rails. think you would have, there's so many people on the planet at this point. You would, you'd have every different type of reaction. You'd yeah. Everything. Yeah. But I think as far as like, You'd be, I think, you'd be really surprised the amount of people that don't give a shit. Yeah, that's why when it, when you do have things that seem like you, you know these are all the theories like you said with the planet, that's a really cool one. Mm -hmm. But if they really delve into this and some and there's a trustable physicist or or, or I should say astrologist, an astrologist wouldn't it be astrophysicist, right? Yeah, so yeah. that comes out and says and says, hey, we've did we we have a hypothesis for this. We have a we have a, a formula worked out. Yeah, this thing's coming back in five thousand right. years. Yeah, um, I. I think, like I said, I think it's all science based. So I would be like, I'll trust our science yeah, on that for one. Sure. Cause the, you know why? Cause they, cause they give a shit. That's the other point. Right. They care. Yep. They're yep. working the same way. I was listening to that podcast and these guys were like, yeah, the reason why, Oh, like somebody on that George Knapp, somebody would write to them and be like, How, why do you guys get to talk to these pilots? Why would <laughs> right. they care? They wouldn't go to the times. And they're like, we work on this. We want, we want the information. We want to tell you. Yeah, sure. Is the truth. You know, the guy, Jeremy, Jeremy comes off. He's a very intense dude, but it's yeah. like, it's one of these things where it's like he does care. He, yeah. he does care, and he absolutely he seems like he's going down the right road. He's not sitting there, you know, uh, with a Ouija board or you know whatever it is. So, right. which which is a whole different thing that I got into. But, uh, <laughs> but, the, um, uh, but yeah. So I think like I like don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm based on common sense, but I'm like you do want that. You want that thing to back it up and go like, yeah, that makes sense to you. That's why all this, all these things you that, that are seem like credible anecdotes. I don't think should just be by the wayside because they're anecdotes, right? Or no. or or cred like it's like of course not. Yeah, I think the source can be should be considered. I think that the amount of time involved with nobody explaining it outright, mm -hmm. you can explain ninety nine percent of the stuff on the planet, but you can't do the, do it with this. It's like, and also they can't. There's other stuff they can't explain on the on the planet as well. So it's like. I think you have to say like we don't understand everything, and it might be something else. That's right. Just, yeah. That's you know, yeah. That's a very obvious statement, but you know what I mean. But yeah, and they, yeah. And they they're not doing it for sure. So, well, right. exactly. Well, this is uh, as always when we have you as a guest. It's it's just so great to talk to someone who's as passionate. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And a comic. Yeah. You know, because you know, most of the time we're trying to make people laugh, and then we get to delve into the real the real part of you and. uh you know, the stuff that we keeps us up at night. So it's really fun to have you on. Yeah, dude, I really appreciate it guys. It's always yeah. so much fun and you're right. And I've been doing, we've all been doing comedy for a while uh -huh. and uh, after you do this long, yeah, you don't give a shit about comedy anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. You're it's like, the kinds of things that yeah. consume your life. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. still want to be funny and make people laugh yeah. and you want to do your job, but I would much rather do this than watch the Mark <laughs> Maron special. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> like, Hilarious dude. Funny yeah. guy. Yeah. Nice guy. But uh, I'd rather talk for four hours about, about this planet that's coming back. I'd rather talk about this stuff with you guys until that freaking planet comes back. Yeah. Right? yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> we can make that happen. Yeah. I got to just up 
upgrade our account, but we can do that. <laughs> the marathon show. Yeah. So what? What? Uh, where can our fans uh, find and follow you and everything, and maybe see you live if you're performing anywhere uh, in upcoming uh, weeks? Yes, absolutely. I uh, put stuff on my Instagram all the time. I'm at Shawnee Time. That's S E A N Y T I M E. And you can uh, follow. I'll, I'll, I'll say follow the UF Street UFO Street TikTok. It's at it's great. UFO yeah. Street. I started a Twitter for, it, and I'm going to start retweeting uh, UFO stuff on there because I got rid of my other one because I was like not making any headway, and I yeah. I was like I'd rather I'd rather write about this on Twitter. Yeah. So at UFO Street on Twitter and TikTok, and then on Instagram I'm at Shawnee Time. Great. Awesome. Yeah, great. it's really fun. Yeah, and, we uh, love those. We've been sharing those UFO times. Those are great. Yeah, and, you know, if you can get a chance to see Sean live to our listeners, please do. He's a really hilarious uh, comic. Thank and, you, man. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, it's always a pleasure, guys. I've got to make my way back down, and we got to hang out. For yeah, sure, for yeah. Sure. Or yeah, just we got to walk from the new club. If you guys club. head to New York, you know, just give me a heads up so we can all, like, do spots together. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. for sure. And, you know, like Shane said, our new club is right down the street, and we have a a room that seats about 75, the 861 room, which we all love here as local comics because it's it feels like the old club a little bit. So Maybe I'll just try to um, – that's something up there. Yeah. yeah. Be, be awesome, man. Like a one-off and then, like, you know, come through. Yeah, yeah that'd be, be great. great. Well, listen, you're yeah. one of our favorite guests. Our, our our audience always loves when we have you on, so thanks for taking the time to do it. And uh, Of course. Anytime. Just let me know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, this has been uh, Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm still Justin. I'm Shane, and this was – Shut up! <laughs> yeah, we always forget to brief people. <laughs> we, we, oh, every time every it matters, time. we're like, it's oh, like wait. a running joke, though. So <laughs> yeah. All right, peace, everybody. Peace. I'll edit it nice. Yeah. <laughs>